We are now live. <laughs> Welcome to the East Coft. Straight away, he's, he's at about 20 there you go. <laughs> I had a plan. We had a plan, that's all right. Welcome, everyone, to the weekly Monday night show. We're back after we're only just here a few days ago on the Thursday night, which was a huge hit for the trade show, Tiggs. It was very, very good. So we appreciate everyone for tuning in. Hope you all enjoyed the news. Brad, how are you, mate? Well done. Good show. Oh, the Richmond journey are in. Very good. The uh, battle with CB continues. Now we appreciate all the support. So how have you two lads been? Look, I can't complain, mate. I um, I've been, you know, just working away. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I can, I'm gainfully employed while working at home. So I didn't have to go out and help freezing weather this morning, which is which is a blessing. And, um, you know, I'm just sitting back and I don't want to get into my Tiger Den too early, but sitting back and just looking at the munchkins, mate. Munchkins are everywhere. But hey, CB, I need you to clarify something for me. <laughs> you know how, g'day Lee, you know how I, um, I've got a few mates in the footy industry? Someone said something about you specifically. I need don't, you to tell me if it's true or not. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. No, no I need to know. The listeners, the listeners demand. All right. So anyway, I'm here. How shocked? You can imagine how shocked I was. I'm speaking to my good mate. He goes, hey, you do a podcast with CB? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, I think him and Rita Panahi are a bit of a partnership, you know. <laughs> Can you explain, CB, is there a connection there? He said something that, you know, your rumours are only got like a special source or a magical power between you and her. Oh, uh, look, I just I just cut Rowan Connolly's grass once, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, never knew. I never knew you were a ladies' man and Rita Panity was your type, uh, brother. I thought I was getting stitched up with something else. I thought Michaels was led you on with something there, but that's all right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm about to lead into it myself. I didn't need to stitch up. I was stitch up myself. Um, no. Yes, true. I, I did find the razor. I did uh, did have a shave. So, uh, BP, where's the Udi? He, did, he bailed. We're very disappointed by this Tiger tragedy. <laughs> But the other big news story, folks, is CB is going to be applying for the mid-season draft next year after you played a game on the weekend. Kick four goals. You're only as good as the service you get, boys. And, uh, look, I'll, I'll give you a blow-by-blow the whole game if you want, but, no, look, it was a um, <clears throat> first game back in about five years and um, went okay. It was a lot of fun. The key thing was a lot of fun and you're only as good as the people around you. And yeah, it was good value, mate, out in the cow paddock in the middle of nowhere with eight Poles, you know. <laughs> now, dare we say it, CB? Was it a dusty-like performance? Uh, I'll just just forward pocket, uh, full forward, mate. And I'm sort of big Any enough to argues? the other way. Any don't argues, mate? <laughs> What's that? Did you do any don't argues? No, but I got that had about three ex rugby players in there. This bastard arm barbie in the second quarter and put me into the dirt, and I got a bit feisty there and. Might have said some things and grabbed him, and they all reminded us it was over 35s and calmed down. So it was all right. Uh, yeah, people cool. are asking, where's Justin? Uh, I'm not too sure. I've sent him the invite. He might be a, a late entrant. We'll see how we go. So I'm, gonna, I'm doing my best to track him down. Sorry, I just laughed because I saw this one. See, he's the next Jake Stringer. <laughs> one million per year, four years estimate the door, if you're listening. Vince, um, just for you, mate, I reckon seriously it's 60-40. I reckon 60-40 he goes, and if he does go, he's coming to us. But like I tried, like I said on Thursday, it's not a done deal. It's not even close to being done. Um, obviously, stuff's come out after that saying it. I was particularly right, but he's got a big family, like I mentioned here, and uh, we're not close to the dollars, but I think, yeah, look, I am balls in the air, mate. I'll know more close to finals because that's when we'll know. If he hasn't signed with Frio in the next five weeks, he's gone. 100%. Juicy. Fair enough. Um, Juicy. We obviously don't have a game to speak about as such from an AFL standpoint, but did you guys watch the VFL game yesterday at all? Yes. Yeah, I did. I got about a quarter and 10 minutes in at the end. What yeah, do you I think? Did. CB, you want to go first? From, from actually, well, I only got like so only about probably 40, 45 minutes of the game. In, from, from what I saw, uh, Matt Parker stood out. Yeah, he looked like he did some good things. Nash stood out, looked like he did some good things. Or Hugo, get a couple of touches, but turned it up a bit. Stacky looked like he went okay. And um, the yeah. big ruckman, Samson Ryan, um, looked like he was in a fair bit as well at the forward line. So, yeah. um, a lot to like from what I saw. Yeah, yeah look, it's um, I'll tell you something. Um, from what I saw, I saw 
the full three quarters. I didn't see the first quarter, um, but the, uh, the last three quarters I saw all of them, and I replayed it as well. Um, the things that struck out to me is Ryan, first of all, mate. You know, I miss a player being like Richard. You know how Richard was a supporter on the ground? You know, if someone gives you a bad decision, you go real dark, like we do, you know, when you call calling at the TV or at the game. Oh, that's bullshit up. He does exactly that. And it's been ages since I had the feeling <coughs> of seeing a player give me that warm feeling, you know, having a bit of a laugh about the way he reacted. Yeah, he gave away 50 by doing so. But I hope he doesn't lose his natural personality if that is what it is. Um, he's an elite talent. He had me sold. He rocked all day. Um, so he doesn't really have much of a tank, but he managed to rock all day. So it shows he can work through duress. Hey, g'day, Bobby. Um, he... He did some really nice things in the forward line when he pushed forward. Um, he's got a bit of aggro about him, and he's good below his knees. So I'm actually really, really impressed with him. And, and look, Stack did what Stack's got to do to work into the season. Um, Naish, I love Naish. No one. I have this tank. This, I don't want to say flog because it's too probably soft of a word, but I can't mention his name because I don't want to get in trouble. But this one particular boat, no one, anyone in chat, well, no one has defended Nace like I have, right? No one has wanted Nace to have a great career, but Nace is one problem. He's got the Greg Tivendales about him in the sense that I love Greg Tivendale, but what Nace does, he tries to kick the bullet past every single possession he gets, right? He tries to hit the, the, the beast testicles with every 50-metre pass, and he more often than not doesn't hit them. What's really sad about that is he's improved his running, he's improved his, his defensive positioning, he's improved his link play from the transition from defence to attack. So that was all on display on Sunday. So big tick, tick, tick. But again, trying to kick the impossible. I hope Nash listens to this. Mate, <laughs> go the simple first option more often than trying to hit across the ground, bullet pass into a forward because he won't get senior games. The more he thinks he's playing yeah. junior with the lack of um, pressure in a junior game where he could get away with doing it, VFL's not juniors and either is AFL. So outside of that, I gave his game an 80, an 8 out of 10. But, yeah, he needs to get that out of his game. Yeah. Well, you, Miles. Firstly, shout out to Tom. Second time, <laughs> listeners from the Philippines. Good to see we're getting uh, international coverage. Tommy. Um, we're going to talk with uh, that Thailand guy. Who know he tunes in yeah, with Yeah, I'm not sure. If, be interesting to see if anyone else is uh, from from different parts of the globe listening in. Uh, I really liked Parker's game. I know you said it as well, CB, but 10 tackles. What I was liking about his game, though, uh, and I posted as much when we actually picked him up, was anytime he took possession of the ball, his instinct was to move it on really quickly. And if he's yeah. marking it around that 80 metres out from goal, that's what's been frustrating, I know, me personally, that we're taking too long to get it inside 50. If you've got... Jack and Lynch in there, or Dusty as well, one-on-one, -on -one, three one-on-one -on -one contests, get it in there and give him a chance, and he will do that. Um, I loved that he was just hard at it, and he's a high-octane player. So everything was at a bullet-a-gate bull type mentality, and I, I thought he definitely did himself um, a lot of favours to get selected. And Would it be a ballsy call to play him against St Kilda? Maybe, but stranger things have happened. Um, tell me this. I... Heard a rumour that Marlon Pickett asked to play reserves to actually play with Matt Parker. Yeah, so to fact. get a game in with him. Yeah, shout How out to Oki. Yeah, the shout, shout out Oki. He told me that on Tuesday. I think it was a Wednesday. He texted me that was going to happen. Um, so Octavio, if you're listening, well done, mate. But yeah, that's culture, mate. That's culture. That's, that's absolutely fantastic. But what about Parker's game too? You got to factor in. He's only had what a half a week of the game plan to get an understanding yeah. of it. That, that so blew him, my mind, that part of it. Yeah, so for him to – obviously some of his positioning was poor and, you know, he hit into space because he didn't know where the players were going to lead to. But, yeah, exactly what you said, Michael, his instinct was to do what our basic core fundamentals are, and he did it superbly well. He couldn't have done any more. But just to mention what the other fellow, Rioli, what's happened? I've been a big defender of his. I don't know if that broken foot – surely it's healed – I don't know if it's all mentally with him now, and I hate, I love what he did to change the culture at the club, but he played a bog average footy, and you can't now use the excuse, well, he does a lot of off-the-ball stuff. Um, 
he does a few nice catches, but someone with his experience, his tank, his skill ceiling. So let's not mistake ourselves. He's a skillful player. He's just, it dawned on me, he's just not involved in the play anymore. What's stopping him, boys? Don't know. Don't know. He, he has looked a shadow of himself, though, hasn't he? But it's, yeah, I don't know. He's almost got the butlers about him. He just looks a bit laconic getting to the ball but and just gets, he's become a bit fumbly. But Reese Jr., on the other hand, how good is his closing speed over the last 10 oh. metres? He is a oh. tough unit as well. I know we oh. don't want him to play too early because we don't want to, you know, rush him in or whatever. But when he gets his chance, uh, I think he'll make the most of it. Is there anyone quicker off three steps that you've seen in a long while? Don't know, but he just catches people off guard. He's Lightning. Yeah. Lightning. Like right. there, was a, there was a bit of play where the guy was going to kick kick out of defence to one of the Seagulls players, and the umpire called play on, and Rioli literally from 15 minutes away nearly smothered it. Yeah. It was insane. No, he's, he's very good. All right, lads. So I'll move into the next part. So we'll just do a very, very brief um, mid-season review. We didn't have a game to cover, obviously. So Sorry, before you do, uh, yes, I did go down the slide. Uh, for those who don't know, my two-year-old son decided to proclaim that I was too big and won't be able to go down a slide. We were going to a, a kid's theme park. He, kids speaking their mind, but no, I did get down the slide. So it's <laughs> a bit of a laugh. And before you get into CB, if you are watching everyone, make sure you do like and share the video, the live stream, tag all your Tiger friends. We want to try and spread it far and wide. So over to you, CB. Beautiful, right. So quick mid-season review. So I'll just go over, I'll share over a couple of numbers and then we'll just do our learnt, liked and disliked or however <laughs> you want to put it in. So, so far we've played 13 games for seven wins, six losses, and we've got a percentage of 105.3%. Against the current top eight teams, we lost to Sydney by 45 points, Port Adelaide by two, Melbourne by 34. We rolled the Dogs by 22. Uh, lost to Geelong by 63, lost to Bris Vegas by 28, and unfortunately lost to West Coast by four points. And our average losing margin is 29 points. Teams still to play that are currently in the top eight are uh, Brisbane and Geelong, both at the MCG. Well, I can't wait for Karen Corns to get over that one. <laughs> and teams to play outside of the eight still St Kilda, Gold Coast, Collingwood, Fremantle, Kangaroos. GWS, Hawks. So, Michaels, would you like to lead us off with your liked, learnt and disliked or however you want to uh, Yes, and also, viewers, lead in with yours as well. Send through what you liked, disliked and learn about our first half of the year. But um, I like that we're still in the hunts and according, you know, if you listen to the people within the club, our key measures and indicators are still all tracking as per what they have been the last couple of years, bar the turnover part of our game. So, if we can fix that, hopefully we're you know getting going to get the whole thing back on track. But the dislike is obviously the losses against those top eight sides. A lot of them have been pretty heavy, and I know I know what you're going to say Tiggs about we've had a lot of plays from the same line out, and I agree that is a huge factor. Like, not often do you have three or four plays from the same spot on the ground out that are all elite. Um, but the West Coast game we should have iced. But there's just a couple of games there we should have converted into wins, and we'd be in a better spot for it. Um, but overall, you can't be too disappointed about where we're at, all things considered. So onwards and upwards, the, the next three games are crucial, though. We have to we have to nail these next three to, to be any chance. I think the top four might be just gone, um, but I think we're good enough, even if we finish fifth or sixth. I think we're good enough. Um, myself, yeah, light um, that we've regenerated. The first half when all the injuries started getting sm um, smashed into us, um, we've, uh, you know, played the kids and we've found players in certain positions. Um, so we're regenerating the list as we're still contending. So um, I've liked, I've really liked that. I've learned that we've had the ability to switch game plans mid-quarters, uh, mid which is, which is a, if we can develop that and really work on it, it's a, it's a huge weapon to have come finals, which is tends to be played the same way all the time. If we can change that up, that'd be really, really good. Um, and dislike the fact that we've had injuries all to one line. I, like you mentioned, that all the top eight that we haven't haven't won against. You know, I fully believe we're going to win the next ten games. I've got no doubt about it. 
I really, I'm really bullish by that. But because we've got to have a full midfield in injuries allowed, so um, yeah, it's um, I really disliked having the injuries that we had all at the same time. It really sucked. What's well, so that? It's funny, Tiggs and I. It's like we've got this mind meld going on, bro. Because what I liked, and for the record, you we love don't my talk, we're because we like to um, have a bit of surprise and mystery amongst ourselves. So I liked the fact that our kids, RCD, CCJ, Mansell, Hugo, Nash, even Charlie, they're all showing signs. So adversity creates opportunities and the young kids are showing something. And again, like ticks, what I've learned is the Tigers are evolving the game style. So we're actually gearing up nicely for that back end and um, we're working on a plan B and C and we're going to be able to flick some speed, flick some gears change some speeds when required and you can see it. You can see what's coming. What I've disliked is our lack of um, small forward scoring pressure. It's been a bugbear of mine for most of the year. Um, but I reckon my boy, my boy, Parker, is uh, he might come in and sort a few of those issues out through the year. Can you always so. claim the new ones. Why do you <laughs> always claim the new ones? Because I just get in you first. You go before the show... Who's got to claim who? You just, you just come out and claim them. So that's Broad, McIntosh. Josh. Parker. Parker. Fucking <laughs> Cochin, Dusty. CCJ. <laughs> CCJ. Chol. No, no, you don't like Chol. Hey, 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 hey. hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> Richmond Journey will have an opinion on that. Um, <laughs> but that's it. That's so good review there, boys. And um, I think now... Oh, I'll, I'll introduce myself. Yeah, bloodbath. Um, haven't really written anything down for this one. I'm just going to say it. Anyone who thinks Joel Selwood is brave, he's a warrior, all that stuff, he's nothing but a cheap shot sniping prick, and he's been doing yeah. it for years. And this, you know, it's going to happen. There's going to be this campaign by the media channels of, oh, he's great, he's that, mate. He's an eye gouger. The bastard raked his stops to hit someone's leg, and he does. If this was Tom Lynch behaving like him still now, what would, what would we be hearing? But it's Joel Selwood. It doesn't suit the narrative. So he's, he's a cheap shot prick. And I can't Bob Selwood. And I hope if we play if we play him in the grand final, I hope Cochin does a Dylan Sheelan or something, just with no more games to go after that, just knock the dirty prick out because that's all he deserves. It's how he deserves to go out of the game, the way he's you know playing. What? Seriously, guys at the podcast, we should all put a GoFundMe, get enough money that Gail gets his done. We recruit Townsend just to play <laughs> one game in the final to iron that dog out, just to freaking just to give it to him. Um, actually, that's what I would it's, it's a legitimate interesting point you raised, though, Stevie, that if, and I think uh, someone in the media said if it was Toby Green, he would have got three or four weeks, and they're spot on. It's... He pretty much hit him a couple of times then on the way down and, and I gouged and just gets glossed over with a fine. It's not, yeah, it's not really that, that young kid, King, another, that young King kid, Gold Coast is struggling, right? We know that the AFL like to manufacture contrived outcomes is where they can. King two weeks ago, Fed Income elbowed a guy yeah. defending yeah. the back of the head, went bang. It wasn't even cited. Now, yeah. That was well, just looked at. Even probably Tom Hawkins. It'd be looked at. You'd be talking one to two weeks. But because they're trying to keep the Suns alive and give them enough players, they they they, they overlook it. And it's dangerous hey, too. With Stephen Hawking stepping in, like that bump, that um, Adelaide player McKay, his bump. Like how's how's Hawking stepping in over the top and sending that straight to the tribunal? And then you he says, it doesn't go his way. He comes out and says, "Oh, well, we'll have to review that rule at the end of the year." Mm. Do you we? know what's even worse about Gold Coast? It's what? fucking even worse, mate. How much AFL is covering up for that club? You know how we when we had to um, cut this back uh, yep. last off season. Remember they've we had to cut because of COVID. Yeah, so they got the supplementary, have they? Yeah, the rot was in. They had to remove three players. Drew ate them, and no one said anything. <laughs> they covered it up. That's why they're not bonding because the players know if they don't perform, they'll get eaten. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's just dramas. But anyway, Tiger Den. I like this suggestion. So CB can get drafted mid-year, and there you go. You found yourself a role, mate. 
You know what? That pricks that smile of your chance. I could just first two meters of your chance, mate. After that, I'll be in trouble. No, I'll be in here. You know what? If you get drafted, I'll come with you, mate. You play on one pocket, I'll play on the next one. And oh, then would you try to sandwich him in? You can be the hitter from the grassy knoll, mate, like JFK. <laughs> Shut up, dog. Uh, I've seen a few people asking like, about Can you hear him? Their, yeah, the possible changes. I'll see if you can see him. Can Friday see him. night. What are you doing? Google, Caesar. Leave <laughs> We are. We, we will get to the changes for the upcoming game folks oh, as well. But, uh, Tiggs, while Tiggs is doing that, CB, how oh, my memorabilia there? How's the media's form uh, hyping up Essendon after beating? Uh, oh, you're Sydney. taking my dog again. Oh. You're taking oh, my dog again. Oh, sorry. Go, you go. I didn't know. Michael's, you and CB do it together, aren't you? Hang on. We've got a PM. You could have told me you were talking about. Oh. <laughs> All right. Go, go, go. I was just patting. All right. Go, no, go. No, you go. You go. You go. No, I'll make something up on the fly. You go. No, you go. It's yours. It's yours. Right. No, no, it's just a random question while you're out doing your dog, man. Yeah. Look, well, <laughs> I've always had an undercut, Bobby. I've always had the undercut, mate. Uh, tomorrow I'm getting my haircut. So number one back inside. Wax on the sack. It's to tell you how you roll. Um, but back on point, Tiger did, right? And a little bit about what you did to sell. Well, I rang SEN today, right? I couldn't handle it anymore, guys. I just couldn't handle it anymore. And what I did, I rang up and I spoke to two flogs, right? David King was flog one and some other random bloke on SEN that I've heard a few times. And I said, boys, I've got a question for you. Please explain to me why the media is reporting what happened with Selwood, completely different than had it been Lynch, right? So I wasn't really even talking about what Selwood did. Just explain to me, boys, how both of you went off at Lynch in my opinion, for a lesser um, lesser act than what seems to be happening with Solo. Can you please explain? And they completely ignored it. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, Michael, it's, um, it was a bad act. You know, I spoke to my friend and I just waffled on shit. And it made me think, having a look at the media, and then you've got the overreaction with Essendon. Apparently they're the best-looking side this year. Fucking please. They've lost, my, lost half of their games. They're not even in the eight. Um, you got Stringer, the, the bloody package. He's dusty now. He's going to get 750k for four years, and I hope they do it. And you got David King, the nom nom, going. <laughs> if they sign Stringer, they should build a statue to Jerome Dodo, whatever his name is. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. And you know what? Footy public, we deserve better football media. We've got to, as a public, make a fucking stand. This shit wouldn't be wouldn't be cut in ESPN. This shit wouldn't be put up with where commentators. I was watching the Williamstown game. <coughs> yeah, we all know, you know, what's the guy Brown, mate Jonathan Brown? Well, not Jonathan Brown. What's that dude that yeah, I don't even know his name? Campbell Brown. We know he's got head injuries, right? And you know his brain is a bit pickled. He couldn't get a player's name right. Dead set, could not get a player's name right. And I'm just sitting there and I'm going, is that any different from the senior games? You've got Darcy, you've got BT, who I swear the dude has dementia. He still thinks he's talking to his family, friends over cocktails. It's all fucked. Let's just be honest. It's shit. So what I reckon what we should be doing, honestly, all of us, we've got to do a petition. We've got to get a petition, get some, get, you know, get the undead in, onto it because she likes a little bit of, oh, what I mean by undead, Caro. Get the undead into it, you know, like saying, you know, we'll, you know, we'll do like a, we'll get her involved in it, like we'll hold her up as the standard bearer, and then we can burn her on the backside um, as we go on. But really, something's going to be done. I don't know. I've run out of ideas. It's it's gotten to a point where it's pathetic now. It takes away my enjoyment of the game. You've actually got cliques running the narrative of our beautiful competition. So, Tiggs, um, if you were to read Mick Warner's book, The Boys Club. It's, you would understand, you would get all the answers to your frustrations are in that book about yeah. why we get the media, what why we get what we get, and it all stems from the top and it's rotten. Yeah. I've got a mate of mine who, fair income, and I even think I might have said this last year, Tom Lynch copped the media bashing in cop because the AFL sanctioned it. And one of the reasons I truly believe this, they sanctioned it is because they were hoping that that media pressure will put him off his game. Because how better to try to derail a performing side than having their top performer um, full forward be mentally shot? 
during the finals period. It didn't work, thank heavens. That's why I think there's a discrepancy today. A, a player they haven't got an agenda with, in a team they don't have an agenda with, because let's be honest, AFL's like rock hard for Geelong to win it this year. Yeah. It's not Geelong, Melbourne or the others. Um, you know, Selwood could have broken the guy's leg and nothing would have happened. It would have been the guy's fault, 100%. It's just a... It's just, it's just a, I know I'm rambling and I'm talking shit now, but it's just a farce. It's just a farce. And, and, you know, we've tried to do our bit and do our little live game shows when we can because, you know, a lot of people love listening to us instead of the, the normal TV commentary on offer. And it's, look, it's a shame we can't do it more often because it is a, a whole lot of fun and uh, it is frustrating. And your ESPN call is a good one. I was talking about it when watching a game yesterday that if – ESPN commentators got names wrong like the AFL commentators do. They'd be out of a job the next night. Yeah. And our guys just keep getting regular gigs week in, week out. It's crazy. <coughs> and we yeah, have uh, was it Raymond Scott, is it, from Thailand? Welcome. So we're yeah, off to the Philippines. from Thailand now. Fantastic. We've gone international. While we get through the next segment, if uh, listeners, if you've got any questions out there, make sure you start firing a fruit. We'll start answering some of your questions. Um, need a live show for Friday's game. I know it's so. It's probably usually my fault that we don't do it because yeah, of, uh, it's all your fault, Michael. It's all your fault. It's all your fault, mate. Like we, it, like one thing we should do. I'll, I'll gauge. I'll put it out. Give everyone plenty of. But I reckon, particularly for the first final, we should do our first final game where we do it live, even if it's in Melbourne. That's. I reckon yeah. everyone would love that. I won't the first this far out, mate, because I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll put my hand up and I'll do it. I'll, I'll put my hand up, I'll do it. First question's come from David Newell at the dog house. Yeah, I think my Let's dog's eating someone. Just give me a sec. <laughs> uh, I'll give this one to you, CB. Keep sending through your questions, folks. Is Lynch about ready? I know we'll probably touch on it, but have you um, heard one way or another? I heard he was touch and go this week, but he's not in my ears. I reckon I reckon he's probably still two weeks away. I think he and Nan Curvis. Yeah, I reckon they're a couple of weeks away. I'm hoping Nan Curvis is back the following game, but we'll see. Um, so you think, I think Dave, Dave Lynch and Nank are all on the same timelines just about. But probably Dave's a little bit further behind the other two, I'd suggest. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I won't say too much because I'll talk about it with the ins and outs, but uh, Tiggs, what did you think of Garthwaite in the forward line? I liked it. I actually liked it. Look, he's not – he's a depth forward, if anything. I know he's always played defence. But one thing he's got going for him, you know that ungainly kicking action he has? Yeah, one benefit worked. of it, it kicks straight. If you notice, oh. even in field kicking and field play, he generally hits where he starts – the direction he wants it to go to. I'm pretty sure he was a the- forward as a junior and he kicked 100 goals – when he was playing oh, and, in an older age group and whatnot, I think he was quite good. Does not surprise me. He doesn't have the agi- natural agility of a forward yet. That would come as he gets trained into it. He's got good hands. He's got aggro, which you need. Um, he's a disciplined player, which is great. He's got that from his back half experience. So, But he can kick straight. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I thought he did really well. And he'll the reading of the play and the patterns and all that, that'll come with more experience. Yeah. So. Uh, it was good. good. Yeah, it was. It was good to look at it. Yeah, it was good to look yeah, at it. Absolutely. But what does that mean about CCJ? Well, no, just putting it out there in the neither. You know, CB. Will Sydney Stack get a gig this year, or is Parker ahead of him? Or I refuse to answer on the basis that we've got a segment coming up where I may answer that. In my personal opinion. Okay. Uh, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, three tools going forward, Tiggs. Yeah, I think so. I think the game's lending itself to it with the kick mark. Um, I think it would be stupid not to. Um, so, yeah, 100%. And we've got an ideal setup for it this season. Uh, I'm so excited to watch a fully fit Lynch without his knee issue. Yeah. And then you've got CCJ at one other side of the forward line and then you've got Jack just creating havoc leading into the forward line. So, yeah, we've definitely got the weapons to do it. And can we please... Re- in future, when we finally get CCJ, Jack, and Lynch in that thing, we need to refer to it as the Triangle of Terror, please. I would like triangle, that to stick. The Triangle, be a triangle of, of Terror. Hashtag Triangle of Terror. Okay. But that's been done before with Terry Wallace. 
um, CB, sorry to break the bubble, mate. It's been what's, called what's, out before. Yeah, we've got triangles. You already had that V V two point zero. CB, how much have we missed Soldo? What do you think our ruck ruck options are from here? Uh, as, as we've previously discussed on the show, um, we've missed him. We've missed him tremendously. Uh, we seem to our system seems to be better with two rucks, two big blokes, and two big tall defenders. And um, I'm really hoping that he can recover, and we see some see a bit of him next year because um, he he makes that difference against those guys like Grundy, Gorn, Nick Nat. So we've really missed that, and then. He takes the bigger blokes, and then Nankervis can just poleaxe the smaller secondary ruckman, and um, we, we're just spewing because he would have come. He was coming on loops and bounce solder. so yeah, yes, was. we've missed him. And his biggest asset he can take to mark. Yeah, it's it's rare for these big guys to be able to clunk it. You know, Sanderlands was notorious for dropping the you know out in the hands. You know, he couldn't do it. The small chest, maybe being so tall, but yeah, we missed that from Solder. He always could take a good grab. Uh, Tiggs and CB, if you have an opinion, what do you guys reckon about Dow's game? He's awesome. You got Tiggs? Dow's, yeah, look, I, I saw it. He was in and out, but that's expected he came out of injury. Would I say awesome? No, CB probably would because his standards are probably here where mine tend to be just a little bit higher. Um, but, yeah, look, he had an okay game. coming. Look, he had a great game coming um, coming back from injury. But we've got a player. I feel like he was tagged on the weekend. He's an intelligent player. I don't think he was tagged. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even know. But on TV, it's hard to see. But um, it, it, every time I see him, we've got the talented brother. So fuck you, Colton. That's what makes me happy. <laughs> I know Malcolm's really excited every time he sees him play. And that's always a good sign. You've got to remember, you've got to remember um, with Dow, with him, uh, with the, you got injury or sickness? Glandular fever, wasn't it? There he's, he's dropped eight kilo. I know. Yeah. In the off season, so so people, when you watch him, keep in mind he's dropped eight kilo. So physically, he's been set back a year. So he's he'll he'll make some serious gains next off season. But the yeah. kid's going to be a star. He seriously looked good last year when he got a couple of goals. He, he looked really good. Yeah. It's uh, just strange. It was appendix, I think. Yeah. There we go. Oh, okay, yeah. appendix. Yeah, appendix. Yeah, yeah. It's just strange. When I lose eight kilos, I feel fantastic. I don't know. <laughs> That's just after few, that's just after a night on the burritos, mate. <laughs> Again with the Mexican racism, mate. I'm not Mexican. <laughs> burritos. Why not say paella? You know, that's my culture. You know, Jeepers. <laughs> See what I put up with chat straight away with the you know. Just call me the brown man. Just come on. <laughs> All right, we've uh, we've got a big game coming up on Friday night. Good to be back at the G as well, isn't it, boys? So, uh, Tiggs, do you yeah, want to take your the preview of the St Kilda game? Yeah, um, we're just going to smash the fuckers. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Look, it's going to be good. I don't think Lynch will come up. Is that what you said, uh, CB? So, I, don't, um, I think he's close, but I think he's about two weeks away. I could be wrong, but he, they, they said he's progressing very well from the surgery. Yeah, look, I reckon they'll save him from Gold Coast so he gets a soft kill. That's my personal opinion. So he comes in, crushes... Um, uh, crushes Gold Coast and then off he, off he motors from that. But look, yeah, I'm really excited. That, he loved that matchup. He loved that matchup. Remember that dickhead who was punching concrete yeah, posts into the game? Hit him poles. Yeah, yeah, hit him in the, the guts. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, look, listen, uh, the way I saw, I haven't got the team list in front of me. Uh, it's completely Michael's fault. But so I'm going off. Look, I actually think Parker might come in. That's my smoky. He's playing against his old club. Um, he. Let's be honest, our half-forwards haven't done much outside of arts. So, you know, if you want to inject a bit of speed, McIntosh had a shocking game in a sense of disposal quality-wise against West Coast. Maybe this is a game we drop him in to keep him hungry. I don't know, or to see how Parker looks on the wing. Because one thing, boys, that really resonates with me is if you have Parker and Pickett, they love playing with each other. Right, so we could have a bit of magic there, one on the left side, one on the right side, you know, and working off each other on these opposite wings. But, um, yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, I just hope he gets a crack at it. Um, and, yeah, we're going to have a, with no excuses. We're going to have the best side all year um, outside of Lynch um, this Friday. 
Yep. Who have you we, got coming in soon? So I've got my outs. I've got Rioli was the biggest <laughs> in their last game. He's out. Um, I'm dropping George and I'm dropping, it breaks my heart, I'm dropping Caddy. I'm bringing in Sydney Stack as our sub. And oh. I'm bringing in, I'm bringing in Prestia and Parker. So I think Stack's team, ready. What's that? I don't think Stack can play out a full AFL game yet. He was good in the last, I know it's only the AFL, but he ran the game he was out, mate. good in the, in the last quarter. He was pretty instrumental in keeping us in it in certain parts. And this should be well, a soft kill. Yeah. So yeah, but it should be a good game for to get down. For me, I think George is a permanent, tw- I think George would never get dropped. He's a permanent 22. Yeah. Uh, really, yeah, he's now, he's lost his position in the side. Yeah, he's definitely lost it. But and I would like to just. They've got to find a spot for Parker. They've got to find a spot, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon well, Parker's showed an art. They've got to find a spot for him. Yeah, Rioli's Someone... out permanently. Parker comes in um, and we drop Caddy um, and we um, bring in whoever else we want to bring in. But well, Caddy's gone. Presti, I think Presti is coming back in from That's all right. reports. But someone made a comment earlier on Parker that is one reserves game enough to actually understand our system and the way we want to play. But maybe because our system is chaos-based, it might not matter so much. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting, I reckon. But oh, look how you played in the reserves on the weekend, mate. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have known you wouldn't have known that he he'd only just come to the club, would you? No, he was yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, we've got to fit in Prestia, and apparently Asprey will be right to go as well. So that's another inclusion. Yeah. Uh, well, I've dropped two mids, so I've dropped George. So I've dropped it's so Parker for George, Caddy for Prestia. That's how I've worked it out. We've got to also get RCD back in the side. He would play wonderfully well against the Seagulls. He played. Yeah, he's not, mate. He's not. He's not knocking it when Prestia's got to come back in. He's not knocking out yeah. Lambert. Gotchen, any of those guys. We've got to make a spot. We've got to make a rotation for him. Oh, we'll play twenty-three. We'll play twenty-three then, because he's gonna. He's not no, knocking no. out Graham. No, no, no need to be facetious. No need to be facetious. No need to be facetious. Um, what I'm saying is, we've got to have to make a hard call. So what I mean by that is, okay, with RCD, does he have the tools to play in the forward line? No. And then we could do like a round, uh, you know, he rotates forward and mid. He's a midfielder, mate. Next year's his go. He's getting a taste this year. He's the first first call off the rack. He may even be medical. May even be a um, medical sub, but he's not ahead of those guys. He's not ahead of Martin. He's not ahead of Cochin. He's not ahead of Lambert. He's not ahead of Prestia. Not ahead of Edwards. Sounds all right when I say those names, doesn't it? But there's just too many blokes ahead of him, mate. All right, let's talk the back line. Let's talk the back line. This is my my opinion. Asprey wants to come in, yeah? And the easy option would just put Asprey in, Asprey in and drop a small, right? And there's no way we're going to get rid of Bolter. There's no way we're going to get rid of um, Grimes. Vlosten's a lock. Hawley's at risk, in my opinion. Um, would probably be the main one that's at risk. But what I would do is instead of bringing Asprey in, I'd bring in Miller. It's time. Been four years in the system now. He looks ready to me. Dave's got the drop on him, mate. He's got the form on the board. The hard part is because it's, because it's now essentially all these games are now must wins. I think they're going to be more inclined to go with the experienced heads to try and get a bit more certainty about the lineup um, as we hopefully head towards finals. It's it's a tricky one. I, I, I think we need to get a chance at some time. It's like Lynch. The, the, for, the former Lynch and Asprey is no surprise when, when you learn they're injured and now they've had the time out to recover. So, See, that's a good I, point, Chad. Do you reckon Cotchin will play? Yeah. Because yep. he didn't yeah. look 100% right, did he? He had a week off, though. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't playing the best game, but I feel like someone like Cotchin will take that performance of himself personally and uh, want to make amends for that. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he was just a maniac on the field on Friday night. But the week before yeah. that, we we're touching ourselves furiously to how well he played. So, but but in all seriousness, down. in all seriousness, I, I do think Mansell needs to come in for Hawley. That's my personal uh, opinion. Yeah, yeah I know uh, Hawley's I, got all the credits in the bank, yada 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 yada. But his game against West Coast was 
for Hooley's level by what he can produce, I reckon Mansell needs a run. He, I reckon Mansell, he shows every time I see him play, he plays with he plays with aggression, but he also yeah he's a bit ill disciplined, but he he he's disciplined on an opponent. He will lock that defender down. They won't be able to breathe. And St Kilda have a few smalls. You plop Mansell on Butler, Butler we won't have a game. Or you put him on Leone, or you put him on um, um, Higgins. I love Mansell on Higgins. That, so you I raise a point. Saints are small, right? Is Membry coming back? So there's been no noise about whether Membry uh, comes back this week. I reckon he'd be back in, surely. Oh, will I help I'm not about Membry. I've, I've heard that um, Marshall is probably coming back, which is a huge in for them in the ruck department. They brought him back in last time when he was half crook and he broke down. He was rooted. He couldn't run after that. Yeah. First yeah. Now, they're going to get done by a huge margin, I reckon, to Kilda. They're in a really bad... I reckon they're already given up on the year. I don't know, I though, because it feels like... It, it, I'm scared that it's going to be one of those games where the media's been smashing them for the last few weeks. They want to come out and prove a point against the reigning premiers. And it, I just have this awful feeling it's going to be one of those games where everything just goes right for them. Yeah, the media's been passionate Carlton too, mate. They couldn't beat their way out of a paper bag. That's right. Carlton's that's taken true. all the gloss off them. And if you remember just the, the week when we played them, that was the same scenario. Oh, they got smashed. They got Richmond's their statement game. And we just, within five minutes of the first quarter, it was, do you need a safe word? And, and keep and we in just mind, dominated them. They, they can talk all they want about St Kilda smash them, but we got rolled by four points in a game that we should have won. You reckon we're not going to come out with a bit of a point to prove? Yeah. No, that's true as well because it, it it sounds like behind closed doors the players are pretty pissed off about dropping that game. Kind of, I think they feel like they've let the top four spot go, um, and I think now yeah, they're going to be pretty angry and breathing fire about it. So, uh, what what matchups do you guys have written down? I know uh, Bolter versus King is going to be one that's going to be closely looked at. Go Tiggs. Yeah, um, but yeah, funny enough, again you stole my thunder, Michaels. <laughs> you must look at my notes. Yeah, but Bolter versus King. Um, I was because when Bolter played him last, King got off the chain with him. I think it was he in the did first early on, yeah. Yeah, so I would love to see what the learnings he's had, you know, what challenges the coach. So that was going to fascinate me. Um, I actually think this is CCJ, I'm, I've got to focus on. I'm not sure who if Carlisle will go to him, um, or if look, they're so vanilla. I don't mean disrespect, but after Backman, I don't even know their names, but. Uh, I'm more interested to see. This is a game, CCJ, if Lynch is not playing, should kick four or five goals. Yeah. It's primed for him. I'm hoping that's what happens. I hope Jack doesn't get off the chain. Um, you know, I'd love for Jack to do it, but CCJ should monster the uh, their defenders. They're, they're too light on for him. He's too heavy. He'll start smashing in the packs. Um, so I'm really interested to see who's matching up on CCJ and how they contain him. And... My last one, and it's the hope I have, is saying Mansell's picked and Mansell plays on Higgins and runs Higgins and bashes into Higgins. No head, no head knocks, obviously, but just, just locks him down. And then they start going, you know, instead of Missy Higgins, it'll be Weepy Higgins at the end of the game. So yeah, have, I like the idea of the Mansell inclusion. Yeah, so they'll, they'll have um, – I've just, just got their turn line up against um, Adelaide. So they had um, – so their forward line, they played Mason Wood, Max King, Battle oh, – so their half-forward line was Butler, Battle, Higgins, and then it was Mason Wood, Max King, Paul Hunter. That was their forward line. So Mason Wood, actually, ironically, is the only good game a year he plays is usually against us when he's playing at North. 100%. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know it, right? All of a sudden, it'll be Wayne Carey. Um, <laughs> Josh Battle, actually, is a very good footballer. I, I rate Battle. He's all right. But I think um, he's the type of guy that uh, Brody will cover. Um, or maybe Broad will take Wood and um, Grimesy takes Battle. But I think we've got their, their smalls are covered in Higo and Butler. We've got we've got the blokes and Jaden Short. We've got the blokes to go with them. So I'm not really – Yeah. Yeah. So we've got them covered. They're um, Paddy Ryder. See, it'd be interesting if they bring the other fellow back. See, so you got Ryder, Crouch, and Dunstan was their starting on ball lineup, and you got Jack Steele in the guts. Um, Crouch one paced, Luke Dunstan handy, Jack Steele superstar, and Paddy Ryder's aging. So we'll match him in the rack, and I just reckon 
around the ball, we're probably going to have a bit more polish and uh, pace and class around them. That sounds really disrespectful, but I think we'll actually get them out of the midfield. I think Bolton, when you look at those people, they've got you know, Bradley Hills on a wing, Jack Billings is on a wing. Um, I'm quite comfortable with Camden McIntosh taking Bradley Hill again. He gave him a bath last time. He did. He played that role really well. Yep. Billings on the other wing. I'm okay with Marlon taking him. Um, and they've got they've got Dougal Howard's probably the only real genuine tall defender. Yeah. So I just reckon across the with the injuries they've got. To be fair, with the injuries they've got, we've just got them all over the park. We'll be possibly missing three players, and that's it. Being yeah. Lynch, Nankervis, and um, Asprey, possibly. Or if, yeah, if they, they've been pretty smashed yeah. with injury. They've been ridiculously and, smashed. So, yeah. And the thing is, they haven't addressed where we got hold of them last time. Where we got hold of them last time is they're good inside, but as soon as you get it out of that inside ring and get the ball on the outside, they can't contain us for speed. So, yeah, I think it might be a frightful smashing if we get a run on. If we can yeah. get the ball moving quickly enough um, – if they've got an undersized defence, I think you're right about the call on CCJ's prime to kick a, a good good amount of goals. So I just want to see quick ball movement into the forward 50 and give ourselves half a chance to uh, to, to take advantage of, of the miss, the matchups that we can exploit. This, this is that type of game where Jack could have about three on the board by quarter time. Yeah, oh, it could. But the only thing that could do it is a few people putting in the chat that it um, or suggesting it could be raining on Friday. So... I know is we don't play better too bad in the wet. We play all right. And I can't remember the last time we played St Kilda at the G. Maybe nah, it wasn't that we, long ago. I've got a poor memory, but well, 2017 we played them in there and just before the finals and smashed them. But what about and that's you reckon that's the last time? I can't. I can't remember 18 and clearly. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't, mate. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, yeah, it's, it's not in the bunning shed, mate. So no, I know, which is nice. Which is nice. Uh, good. Well, you don't want to go get ahead of ourselves too early, Jack. But uh, the percentage would be nice, especially you know we've got the GWS Giants breathing down our neck with a draw up their sleeve as well. So yeah, it should be an interesting game. I think both teams are going to come out angry after sort of what's happened to them the last couple of weeks. But well, if you have a look at the draw, West Coast's run is more difficult than ours. We, outside of two teams, we've got eight soft kills, so we've got ten games to go. We're currently sitting on 17, um, seven wins, yeah? We've got 10 games left. Uh, is my maths right? Oh, I just have to look at the ladder. Yeah, we've got seven. Uh, I've got nine games to go, and we're on seven wins, right? So if we win, if we if we win, all of our games are in the top four. There's no oh, way I, you can miss it. I, there is, because I don't think it's that easy. And it'd be the one time in history that a team that's won... Um, what would that be? That would be um, it's, uh, six, 15 or 16 games, yeah. 16 games doesn't make top four. Yeah, I, I know. Logic, logic suggests it should be enough. But, I mean, all the games, the tricky ones are going to be against, obviously, uh, well, they're all going to be tricky, but Brisbane and Geelong are going to be hard games. Yeah, I, but anyone, guys, the Brisbane game, you must be there. Fuck the so, crowd limitation. Climb over the fence if you have to. You've got to be so in that this, game. This Thursday night, Geelong are playing Brisbane. Yeah. If Geelong beat Brisbane, Brisbane and we beat St Kilda, we'll only yeah. be a game behind fourth spot. That's right. That's right. And the thing is we get to play Brisbane next. I mean, we get to play Brisbane. So we beat them on that game. We, we, we cancel out that extra game that they have and then it really just comes down who wins the most games. Now, for me, I was having a look. West, um, Western Bulldogs are starting to look a little bit wobbly. Melbourne are going to start to play a little bit of a harder draw, even though they've had a non-finalist draw this year. They'll play a little bit harder. Um, they're going to start. And, and what noticed this round, I'm not celebrating it, but injuries to key players start happening to the guys that were competing, like Duncan's out. Um, and one other club had an injury. Oh, Gray did his knee for six, seven weeks. So... And we're starting to get all of our players back. So knock on wood, the footy gods balance it out. We got hit early, let other clubs get hit late, and we just come across, you know, come across them. Yep, fingers crossed. All right, we'll get a, a margin prediction quickly, and we'll uh, see how close we can get this week, Tiggs. 
Uh, your lock on Tigris Vindactae, whatever you pronounce it, mate, I'll be streaking, particularly with four goals up, mate. Oh, God. Uh, CB will be running beside me too, mate. He'll run beside me with his, what is it, his pink shirt, sorry, the watermelon, watermelon <laughs> shirt on. Yeah, yeah. But no Dax. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Um, so, okay, my prediction. And everyone, I'll send through your predictions as well. We'll pop a few up. Yeah, get the predictions right. in. So I reckon, I reckon it's going to be 86, 86 points. I reckon we're going to get a nice percentage booster. I think free kick count for St Kilda will be 24 and we will be 16. So I think it's going to be one of those games. Um, and, yeah. Am I missing something else? No, no that's it. CB. Okay. Uh, Tigers by 50, and we're going to win the free kick count this week, 20 oh. to 18. That's a big call, big call. Uh, I reckon Tigers by 30. I hope it's more, but uh, 30 will do. And free kick count, I reckon we'll, we'll lose it 22 to 16. There's a, there's a lot of 100 points and uh, some big margins in here. I hope you're all right and I'm wrong, but... No, it should be a good game, and good luck to those who are getting along to the game. I think it is restricted capacity, but uh, whoever is there, make sure you do scream loudly. So the game is on Friday night, 7.50pm at the MCG, uh, and it's just uh, it, it's a must-win game, isn't it, boys? We just have to get the job done. Damien, to answer your question, but I have no idea why I'm unlike on Putton Road End. I never thought that was a thing, uh, maybe because I'm big footy. Um, and you're the, un, well, to be fair, you're unliked on Big Footy, but we just don't say anything. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I have no right. idea. I have no idea, mate. I try, I did go on there and made an account um, because Tigers are Tigers, and then I, I gathered there was a few bit of people because uh, early when I started, when I came out with mail, and I was right, and I was right, and I was right, and they were trying to prove me wrong, and I kept on being right. They got their knickers twisted, and a lot of them post there not on our forum. So maybe that is where it is. Oh, well, who cares? We're a big footy tiger cast and uh, we it. love you there, Tiggs. We love you there. All right, thanks for everyone for tuning in and sending through your comments and your support. Uh, hopefully we do get a big win against the Saints. And as Jack said up here, we need to go 4-0 and for the next four to, to give ourselves a real chance. But I think Hold history on. will show that we, we start to get the cattle back. We'll start to see a more settled side. Um, and hopefully we'll start clicking into gear and ramping things up. And it all starts on Friday night. So... Thanks for your time again tonight, gents. And uh, we'll do it all again next week. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. Thank you for everyone who we have a game to talk about. Make oh, sure CB, CB, give Rita Panahi a kiss for me, mate. All right? <laughs> give her a. It's all right. Make sure you stupid Mexican. No. Nah. <laughs> 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 follow us on our channels. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Any support is greatly appreciated. So, and we'll see you all on Monday night. Go, Tigers. Go, Tigers. Go, Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny.